Befriend Your Body Podcast. If you're happy, tell your face. <laughs> Hi, Gio. Hi, Wanda. So today we're going to talk a little bit more about love and anxiety, but also we're going to talk about how it's connected with facial expression, and we're going to talk about something called flat affect. I love the title, and I'm super curious about what you're going to say about that. And you said flat affect? Yes, flat affect. I never heard of that. Is it the same of poker face? Hmm, that's a really good question. You know, they're similar in that they're not showing expression, but... Well, I'll talk a little bit more about the flat affect, but poker face is usually when we're deliberately trying to block expression so okay. that we can have a better poker hand, mm -hmm. and the flat affect is more of a nervous system um, attachment issue. But great question. They're, they're, they're okay. somewhat similar, okay. and the effect of them can be similar. So we're going to talk about that today. Good. Curious. So when I was a little child and went to Sunday school, we used to sing this song, and it said, if you're happy and you know it, blah, blah, blah. But it, the last part said, if you're happy and you know it, then your face will surely show it, da-da-da-da-da, right? So it's a cute little song, but it really should be true. When we're happy, uh, our face should show some form of either a pleasant, a contented, or even hopefully a big beaming smile because our emotions are very wired in through our facial nerves to what's happening on our faces. So for most of us, when we are happy, hopefully most people, we beam, we grin, we smile, and through this information via mirror neurons in our brain um, and our nervous system and body language, we show how we're feeling to those that we encounter. And in response, when they see that beam, smile, grin on our face, internally they know immediately that we are feeling happy. It's, it's below your conscious awareness, it's, it's like an, a knee-jerk response, um, very deeply wired in there. And this impacts the way we interact with each other. Uh, thanks to mirror neurons in the human brain, we are reading, I'll put quotes around that, reading each other's emotional states and including our autonomic nervous system states um, all the time. And we do ping off of each other. So if you are feeling really happy and then you get in an elevator with three or four really angry and patient people, like you can actually feel that sense of like their angry impatience, which can sometimes smother your happiness, but hopefully it doesn't. I see, I understand. Uh, and just, I don't know if you're going to probably go uh, further on this subject, but is the opposite also happy if you're not happy but you do force it? Because I heard this once that if you do smile, if you force a smile, the muscles on your face, your body kind of understands that you're happy. Is that true? Hmm, that's a really, another really good question. Uh, it, 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 so there's two, th I would go two ways with that. Number one, there's what you call an insincere fake smile. When someone is not happy to see you, but they need to pretend they do, maybe it's your boss or whatever. So when someone is smiling, when they don't really feel it in their body, usually their eyes are not included. Their mouth is smiling, but their eyes are not smiling. So that's one aspect, that yes, you can have a fake smile. And some people's fake smile is so patently fake, it looks like a grimace, right? Um, I won't name any major politicians, but I'm sure some of you could come up with a few. Um, but yes, and then there is the other aspect that we absolutely can, by sort of encouraging ourselves to smile, even if we're not feeling happy, if we start to smile and smile big enough, we can actually shift how we feel inside 
because again, our emotions are connected with our facial nerves. That's just part of our mm-hmm. wiring. So I know our listeners can't see us, but let's just do a little silly experiment. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to smile at you really big for five seconds. And I just want you to notice what your response is inside. So what, what happened? I noticed you're laughing. I know. I just felt like laughing when I saw mm-hmm. your big smile. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. It was... It, it, it makes me happy, and also because I knew you were just smiling out of the blue, it was funnier right. for me, okay. <laughs> but it, made, it makes me smile. Yeah, I right. like when you're all happy people. Right, yeah, so even if you're not feeling happy, but you put a big mm-hmm. smile on your face, you can absolutely change mm-hmm. how you feel inside. So that's really, really helpful to know. So let's go to what we talked about before in the beginning, flat affect. So there are some people whose faces do not broadcast their mood, uh, happy or otherwise, right? There's a fancy term, as we said, flat affect. This would be a term uh, that would define people who show little or no emotion on their faces almost all the time. Um, Many times this is formed with early attachment issues when there wasn't quite enough emotional support or people grew up in an emotionally deficit, you know, sort of environment with emotional deficits. Um, uh, the attachment wiring has a lot to do with happiness and our facial expressions. So for some people, they, they just look blank or flat a lot. And um, if you know them, and I know some people like this, if you know them, they might genuinely be positive people or actually enthusiastic people some of the time, but they don't show that. Their facial nerves are kind of shut down, if you will. So uh, if you recall, let's maybe just think about that. Like think about the last time you may have run into someone, whether it was you know a stranger in a in a shopping mall or a boss or a colleague. But can you think of someone in your life that actually has sort of more of a flat affect? I do. Okay. So when you think about that person, do you notice what your sort of knee jerk response is with them? I know that every time I leave from an environment where this person is, and it's not, I usually communicate with my boyfriend, like, uh-huh. do you have the feeling that she's never happy or that she's always with that? Yeah, we. I have the impression that she's never actually happy, but it's not okay. that she's the opposite of happy. Right. I just right. don't have any sense of feeling. If she's telling right. a funny story or a sad story, okay. she has the same emotion, Feel like I feel the same emotion from her. Okay. So that's a great example, you know, and, and one of the difficulties with flat affect is that the human brain likes to know, uh, especially with, you know, we're mammals, so we need the tribe. Mm -hmm. So the human, especially the low brain regions, really like to know, like, how does that other, other person Mm -hmm. across the table or the way feel about me? Because if they feel positive about me, then I'm safe, right? Mm -hmm. I think we talked about the autonomic nervous system and the lower brain regions are mostly only concerned with safety or danger. Mm -hmm. So if someone feels positive, then I feel safer with them. If someone has a negative impression of me or shows on their face or lack on their face of how they feel about me, I will genuinely feel uncomfortable with them. Mm -hmm. Many people will, will repeat, report that they feel just a little on edge when they spend some time with someone with flat affect. Mm -hmm. This is a tangent, but I really noticed some of the movies, um, where there's a really like bad character who has a lot of, it's like suspenseful movies. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that they actually are usually pretty flat. 
Like they're not running around with big smiles or big frowns. You usually don't see a lot on their face, which I think contributes to them feeling more villainous Mm -hmm. because the lower brain regions are trying to read the face. And if there's nothing on it, I'm not going to have information, which means I'm going to feel a little more on edge with that person. I see. Yeah. Makes sense. So people with flat affect generate subtle anxiety often in those they encounter. Uh, It's vague. It's not necessarily high anxiety, but it definitely doesn't feel as comfortable to be with them. Um, If I don't know if you're happy or angry with me, how do I know how to engage with you? So some of you may be in love with, married to, a parent of, a friend of, someone who has more of a flat affect. by the way, this is one of the really hard struggles with parents who have autistic children mm-hmm. or Asperger's on the spectrum is that they don't get the, the usual um, gift, if you will, of parenting because um, parenting is really hard, but they don't get the, the joyful connection with mm-hmm. the child, and so that, that can be really challenging. Uh, they receive very little facial gestures of love or reciprocal affection, which often takes a toll on any relationship for that matter. But while you have little hope for change in an autistic person with anyone else that you're in relationship with, you can tell him or her how hard it is on you when their face is blank. You can actually um, educate the people in your life about what's happening on their face. I've worked with a few people who had no idea that they didn't show on their face. And so I encourage them to kind of practice sort of looking at themselves in the mirror and when they're feeling different emotions to really see that. And then if they feel an emotion, I'm encouraging them to, you know, put a smile on their face and actually, or, or the appropriate emotion if they're feeling something other. So people can absolutely learn new habits if they're motivated. Um, and people can learn how to put a welcome expression, a welcome expression on their face. Or if you're the one with the flat affect, you can work on expressing emotions with your face and voice um, rather than just sort of letting your face sort of be a blank slate, if you will. So if you're happy, tell your face because it will help people that you are in relationship with feel safer and more positive when they're with you and it will allow them to connect more deeply to you. So before we go into the going deeper questions, I want to add those so people have a little bit of uh, ability to dialogue with the content if it's helpful. Do you have any questions, Gio, or is there anything that I didn't cover very well? No, I think you did explain very well. Uh, One quick question that I have is that, so if they don't know they're doing it, you should tell them, uh, because they're not doing it on purpose, right? That's what you're saying. It's something that they don't notice that they're doing. Right. So we should encourage ourselves to tell somebody to put an expression and it's not, it's not going to be rude or anything. We're just helping them connect to their emotions, right? I would say absolutely. Now, there may be you know, a small percentage of the population mm-hmm. that may take that you know, as mm-hmm. a criticism and may not respond well. So it's not a guarantee that people will be happy to hear it. But like I said, if you want to improve your relationship with someone or deepen your emotional connection and intimacy, um, changing that flat affect into something that is more uh, clear and able to connect to will make a difference in the intimacy levels that you feel, as well as your ability to make eye contact and and really engage uh, like nervous system to nervous system, heart to heart. Good, thank you. 
You're welcome. So great question again. So I'm, I'm going to add a few uh, going deeper questions to the podcast, just if people want to um, dialogue with the material in their own way. So going deeper, question one, think of someone in your life who may show little or, or not much expression. Can you remember what it feels like when you're in their company? If you do feel sort of a vague anxiety or you can't really pinpoint any emotion to what they're saying or showing, then you may be experiencing the discomfort of flat affect. And I would suggest, you know, like Gio said, it, it, it can be a positive thing to just let people know, just to give them a heads up. And the second going deeper question is think about your own face. Uh, maybe go to a mirror and, and make a happy face, then make a sad face, then make a mad face. If there's very little difference in those facial expressions in the mirror, then you may have a little bit of flat affect. Um, a lot of us do. So just be aware of the impact you may have on other people if you don't broadcast on your face the emotions that you show. And you can practice working on bigger facial expressions. Uh, the research is really clear that the more facial expression we have, the deeper we feel the emotion. So especially with positive emotions, like, yeah, like let yourself feel the goodness of your love for someone else or the, the happiness that you feel inside. So... That's the podcast for today. Uh, thank you, listeners. As always, you can uh, contact me directly if you want a podcast on a specific topic. And I wish you a very good day. Thank you, Gio. Thank you, Wanda.